Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something shaked. I wasn't expecting that either. Ah, uh, sorry. It's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monster is like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. Because I'm the hurt child. Became present when you mentioned it. And I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. It's funny. I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She, like, hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> uh -huh. It wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week been finishing things, cleaning up more, started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel light. Like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. You know, I think the problem with my, with having a, an infant exi exile mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is it's so foundational. Yes. And it so, like, undermines your sense of basic okayness. Right, really, that like, it, it, root level. Yeah, that it, it's just really hard as long as that's there yeah. to say fantastic in any meaningful way. <laughs> because, like, it's always not quite okay, you know? Yeah. At some very basic foundational root level. And that, I think, is, you know, it's the most painful thing. I, I you know, because I don't, I think I have exiled protectors that, that layer on top of that but I don't have we, we mentioned this in the last session I don't have a ton of traumas I don't, I don't have a lot of exiles like I think I have one core one and then I've got some a lot of protectors on top of that and some of them have gotten exiled hmm. mm, and so like there's a sense that I should be better than I am because I been very lucky yeah like when I I think about the people I work with or just people in my life and the difficulties the, the multiple traumas you know and I just mm -hmm. I had a very good life and it it's it's upsetting how this one thing has t a way of tainting all of that yeah so I hope, I hope one day I can get to a point where I can answer that question, you know, how are you with something that feels genuinely positive?
Like for me, if I say I'm all right, that feels like a really, wow. All right. That's pretty good. Yeah. I would go with all, I like all right too. Okay. Okay. Say okay. And mean it. That's pretty fucking amazing for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So. I mean, I have, I have parts that aren't okay too. I mean, I'm not comparing, but. No, but if it's not at the foundation and root of, of, of your existence, then it doesn't have to overwhelm everything else. Mm-hmm. It can come alongside of other experiences, but there's something about this that like just is underneath everything else. And you know, can really make finding anything kind of um, joyful. Yeah. Or truly comforting or just has a way of undermining everything. Yeah. But I wanted to let you in on, so we had the session with, with, um, with her, mm-hmm. our last session, which was really good. And then I had this kind of powerful experience a week or so later it was in the morning. And I just kept getting this, you know, I was trying to do my quote unquote homework of like making sure that I check in with like really check in and respond to her first thing in the morning. And then at the end of my work day and in one of these mornings, I was just getting this memory coming in again and again and again of the day that um, it's, I kind of call it the day that my husband left me only because like he actually kind of left a long time before that, but also like didn't leave until a long time after that. It was this long extended limbo yeah. that we were in. But the day that we physically separated and Mm -hmm. there's this moment where he walked out the door to go to work and I was going to get on a plane and um, it was not the end of the marriage. We had not decided that. But in my mind, I kind of knew like he was leaving and this was probably the end of our married life together. Uh And I said as much and he kind of looked at me as if what I said didn't make sense. Like he couldn't take it in. And then he left and I had this, this memory of this moment just coming up again and again and again. And so I finally turned towards it. I was in my kitchen <laughs> and I said, I was like, what, 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 what is important about this yes, right now? Yeah. What is important about this memory right now? And I just felt because this is nonverbal, you know, it's just this felt sense, this intuition that I needed to be able to tell this part that she didn't deserve to be left. Hmm. That no matter how difficult I had become in the hmm. marriage, that I didn't deserve that. I didn't deserve to be left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had trouble saying it and meaning it. But I just kept saying it until I did. <laughs> okay. Know? Yeah. Just kept at it, you know. And um, it felt powerful. Like, obviously, even now, it feels kind of powerful to touch into that. Yeah. Sounds powerful. So the yeah. part was saying, 
the so you, the the image the memory was coming up you turn to it and say what's important about this and the answer that you're getting back is about being it left had, and it, and it had this feeling almost like it deserved being left or or how painful that was yeah just something yeah. about being left just something about being left and the only thing that occurred to me that would be a response to that was that, well, you didn't deserve that. And then I got super emotional hmm. because it seemed so clear, like, that's what I need to hear or that's what I need to feel or believe or that, you know, that part of the, the belief that this part is burdened with is that she did, does deserve right. left because she's difficult. Right. And so being able to say like, no, I, yeah, I had gotten difficult. I had. Um, sure. We were both yeah, going I mean, through time that we were both not. Yeah, being... relationships are difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and I was, I was going through a time where I was in a pretty bad place. I was in a kind of triggered state of agitation and shame and defensive anger against shame like mm. for like a year straight i i had begun very unpleasant to be around uh-huh um in a lot of ways and it's just very easy for that part of me to think you know that that means i was i deserved to be left and and like i, I actually don't think that's true i think that, like you said, relationships are hard, marriages are hard, you go through things. And I have always been a person who has been open to, I have that defensive part for sure, but I'm also never like not willing to work on me. Right, right. And I was committed to marriage and I was a really good partner in other mm -hmm. ways, consistently. And it didn't matter. Like, yeah, I got pretty unpleasant to be around, but I, I actually, that did not mean that I deserved to be left. And so you responded in that way. It was hard. And at first you maybe didn't feel like you believed it. You kept doing it. And then how was it the connection with that part? I think that there's like, I think there was not a complete unburdening because there's other things that she's still holding on to. Yes. But I do think that there was something unburdened in that moment of like letting go of the idea that being imperfect or in distress or struggling means I'm, and that however I cope with that, you know, means yes. that I deserve to be left. Yes. I think that was one belief that like kind of, I don't know if there was a formal, like there was no ritual of like giving it over to any of the elements or anything like that. But it was kind of like, I just took it. I just kind of took it and said, no, I'm going to take this from you. I don't think that's right. Um, and so I feel like that piece has been less, she has other things she's still holding on to, but that piece has mm -hmm. been less... Uh, activate it. That's great. And I 
think that definitely came out of the work that we did the, the last session. Hmm. So that yeah. was pretty cool. Okay. Awesome. That's, uh, you know, I'd love to hear more about that, that part and, um, yeah, what other, you know, what other burdens it's carrying and how you might help it with that. Yeah, I have some, I have some trailheads about that. About what I think she's still struggling with or holding on to. Part of me wants to really get, investigate more like that. I'm just picturing you there in your kitchen and, and that, you know, how you're using, I'll say using these tools or, or showing up in this way with this part and kind of the, your thought process and the ins and outs and what it was like to not feel like you believe it, but to, but to say it kind of all of that. And I don't know if any of that would be useful for you and it might just be maybe me being, you know, just whatever, curious for some, about that for some way. But, um, yeah, we can go there or not. Um, well, what, where, so if you were to start to go towards your curiosity, what would you be asking me first? I think that's, I think that's my hesitance is that I'm not sure how to, I'm not okay. sure so much how to ask. Um, yeah, I guess I would want to know, I guess I, my strongest curiosity is about your experience. So if we're, if I'm, if I'm saying you as kind of opposed or compared to a part. So if we're saying yeah. the part, the part brings this memory, the part has yeah. this feeling and then you're, you know, uh, responding in a certain way. Um, yeah, I'm mostly curious about how, how you came into that and how you came into that kind of sense or self or, or being or response and, and like when, and what it was like to be saying, um, you don't deserve this. Um, especially considering that like at first you felt like you didn't believe it. And so just, it, that's why it's hard for me to even ask because I'm I'm asking about. I mean, like, I think this. the I think the struggle to believe it is a little bit just the battle of. So if you remember that our last session, there was this kind of toggling between like the trying to find that sweet spot of connected with it enough to feel it without being blended mm. too much to have self, mm. right? And that like some I would feel a little overwhelmed with the feelings and then it would and then it would back off a bit and I think you know it's hard to distinguish what part of me was struggling to believe I mean I intellectually understand that self knows that I did not deserve to be last and it's this part of me that doesn't that struggles to believe that and so when I was struggling to believe it, even as I was saying it, it was almost like just the parts disbelief. And I almost had to kind of like, this is going to sound not quite right, but it was like I had to kind of muscle self <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I had to like fight to not be blended with that, with the disbelief. Right. Okay. And just yeah. kind of come from what I know must know is true, even if I mm-hmm. couldn't, this other thing was coloring how I was feeling about it. Yeah. Now it's like a deeper wisdom, a deeper knowledge that was just getting colored by the emotional belief of this part, you know? And mm-hmm. So it was just kind of not easy to have enough self, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 You're, you're blended and you're having that kind of inner, inner battle. And so I just had to keep saying it until there was enough self there for it to feel true. And I feel like it's something I probably like, even now when I say it, there's still that like really kind of cross feeling behind, but it's not. So I, again, I don't know if it was a total unburdening of that belief, but there's just a lot of relaxation around it. It's not the most active thing. I don't feel like I'm waiting to, or anticipating being left all the time. Mm-hmm. Like if I screw up, it's not. So here's one of the trailheads. I, at my mother's memorial, I did a eulogy and I like to use humor. And so when I wrote the eulogy, I imagined these like funny moments where there's like some irony or I'm, I'm ribbing my mother a little bit because she used Mm -hmm. to rib me and that's part of what I was talking about. And and then in the actual telling of the eulogy, I was too emotional to have any comedic kind of timing. Yeah. (laughs) I was just sobbing through the whole damn thing. And, and so then I didn't get, so first of all, I'm expressing a really deep emotion of, of pain, distress, upset. So that's right there a cue for something, the sense that um, I'm, I'm doing something bad or wrong. And then mm-hmm. I'm not getting the quote unquote laughs that I'm like expecting. Yeah. And that's confirmation that I'm doing this wrong. And after the memorial was over and I started to calm down later in the day, I just started getting haunted by this thought that it must have seemed so backhanded to people, my eulogy. Mm-hmm. Like that I was actually criticizing my mother while like pretending mm-hmm. to praise her. And I just got obsessed with the idea that I, you know, oh, oh God, I, you know, that must have come off so backhanded. Yeah. And then I noticed, like I kind of was able to recognize, okay, this is, this is pretty typical pattern for me. And I took the risk to ask to do a reality check with a couple of people, my brother. And um, I actually asked my ex um, mm-hmm. who attended virtually. And both of them were like, what? <laughs> no, like, what are you even talking about? Mm. And that kind of helped me go, okay, yeah, this is just that thing where I this part of me feels like her distress makes her bad and unlovable. Right. Yeah. 
I wasn't anticipating, I wasn't in as much of a panic about it though, where I needed to like fix it or I was going to be left. But I was in this kind of dark hole of like, uh, what is wrong with me? Fucking, you know, do this. Yeah. Yeah. He's wrong. These things wrong. So, and I know that, you know, a month ago I would have also been in this panic and needing to fix it somehow and trying to figure out how I could fix it. And I, I wasn't doing that. Wow. So something has shifted in a positive way, but there's definitely still there's definitely still that those remnants, those feelings of when there's distress, when there's pain, then that the meaning or the the feeling is that that you'll be left and that it it seems like that kind of permeates like you were saying it's it's underpinning all of those experiences yeah well i think that the the what i'm saying is a little bit shifted for the better is that i don't think there's as much panic about being left as much as there's just still this ongoing sense of, of badness mm. and um and then a longing, a yearning for some kind of just heartfelt response. Um, some kind of like very clearly loving. response to me yearning for that yeah which i think is if i were to name the thing that underlies everything all the time i guess there's two there's the sense of like badness and then there's this yearning for reassurance of goodness of 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 someone experiencing me as good yeah that's the core kind of experience of this part. And there used to be a lot of panic about being left when I wasn't being good, but it's not as much panic anymore. It's just this kind of, um, it's hard to put words to the sense of like, uh, bad. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then, and then, uh, like, how like someone come give me the thing yeah (laughs) you know yeah well as usual you have such such a rich map you have such a an understanding of it you know that to be able to describe it and to be able to experience it and see it and sense it i think that's uh I think that's huge, you know, compared to, I don't feel good and I don't, and I don't get it. I don't know why, <laughs> you know, to be able to see all that. Yeah. And I think that there's less 
like the figure it out part definitely has a role in making sense out of it, all of it and being able to put language to it. But I do have a sense that it's less from that kind of effortful figuring it out and more from just being in contact. Sounds like it. Yeah. Which feels good. But I do struggle to, to like, I do start to then try to figure out how to respond to her need. And I, and then I know I'm off track the moment my figure it out part is doing that work because it's mm-hmm. not, it's just that heartfeltness that I'm looking for. And I, you know, I had this moment of clarity about like, that's one of the reasons why I married the man I married and why I have a hard time moving on from him mm-hmm. is that there was this very consistent for much of the relationship just consistent, heartfelt, positive response to mm. me. Yeah. And it was so reassuring to this little one. Yeah. And I don't know what gets in the way of my giving it to her. Yeah, well, maybe we can find out. And yeah, I mean, I think that's the whole thing. Is like, mm-hmm. what is in the way of just me responding to her with that? I'm, I'm, I'm smiling. I just, I'm very, yeah, I'm in total agreement that that's that that's you know the a great direction to be going in, or to have that kind of set out as you know that let's try that like this is what this part needs and something's in the way and figuring that out and then giving it to her yeah because it's like like a great plan i i sometimes i'm thinking about so my, my father's dog is just like one of the most adorable creatures you'll ever, ever come across. And she, <laughs> she's needy as fuck, man. Like she, she's pretty clear about it. She's pretty demanding. Like she will tell you when it's time for you to be on the couch with her enough already <laughs> with whatever you're doing. Get yeah. over here now. Right. right. And put the phone away. Stop with that now and just be with me. Mm-hmm. And just love on me. And I, when she does that, I find it totally adorable. Mm. It's hilarious to me. And I think she's like, yeah, I'm a little bit like, oh, super demanding. Um, but I also am totally charmed and like, ah, you know, you're so, you just need your love. That's adorable. And it's so easy for me to respond to her neediness that like, she's basically, she does it in a pretty de- demanding way and it's very cute because she's a dog and she's being like a very personified but you know she's basically demonstrating this need right she's going come here right (laughs) you know and i always respond to that with a smile you know so what is and i know i'm trying to figure it out again but like i really yeah, well, I mean, you might just kind of direct that question in inward and and maybe less from a figuring out, but I mean, it's yeah. it's being curious. It's what 
what is the part that doesn't want me to connect with this other part or any part, whatever, in this yeah, heartfelt what part, way? What part struggles? What part struggles to feel warmly towards her need? Um, I it's, have it's, some pushback on that on the how that was phrased. Oh, really? Only because, well, because I don't believe that parts need to feel warmly towards each other. No, I, self will feel warmly if I have access to it. But like some part of me seems to be blocking that. Yeah. Doesn't, but doesn't. The way you asked it was like, what part doesn't, doesn't want to, to feel warmly towards her or okay. something. And, and I'm uh, saying like. What part doesn't want me to feel warmly towards right, her? Right. Yeah. Could be the same, you know. Could I think it's anyway. what I meant, but I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the answer might not be something that it ha has a clear description. Yeah, there is a like. Um, there's just a discomfort with like too much need. When, as it applies to me, like it's not a problem for my dog. <laughs> Fine right. for her. She's dog. But there's, right. there is some discomfort from somewhere inside with okay. too much me. Did you use the phrase too much need or was you, were you saying too much me? Uh, both. Okay, okay not exactly interchangeable but close to interchangeable mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well I would start with where in the body does it feel like it lives comes from oh, that's hard to locate I didn't give you your minute meditation are you okay yeah I was letting you off the hook this time <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me let me see. <sighs> I mean, it feels kind of heady. I think there is a body feeling associated with it, but like the strongest sense is like is um, it's almost like behind my eyes or like. My eyes want to kind of squint and go, eh, I don't know. I don't know about that. That might be. Yeah, it's like a generalized discomfort, like very mild kind of crawly out of my, like you say crawl out of your skin and that feels very extreme. But if you could mm -hmm. take the volume on that feeling way down. It's just like a little bit of like, eh, get me out of here. I don't know. And then, yeah, the thought and a lot of energy behind my eyes of like, my whole face wants to squint up. I'm just like, mm, I don't know. All right. How are you feeling towards it? Uh, pretty neutral. Little a little curious. I have some 
like surface understanding already of why that might be. Um, which is kind of confirming right now. It's like, yeah, just a lot of messages, a lot of messages going up in a lot of moments that like turn that shit down. The part is wanting to turn the messages down that you heard growing up? No, 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 that the message was, it's like kind of reminding me of all the different ways I got the message that I should tone the neediness and the meanness down. Yes. Okay. So that makes sense to you that this part you got a lot of those messages yeah and again it it kind of makes sense like I don't need to be in a panic about being left for this still to be a thing of like you just get the message again and again like bad mm, we don't like that not that I'm going to leave you necessarily but just like "Mm, don't do that yeah yeah And it's not exactly disgust or revulsion, but it's like just a sense of like, "Mm, no, that's not good. So are you connecting with that part? Can you just let it know that you that you see that? Yeah, not that it makes it makes sense to me. Mm hmm. Yeah, and I'm just appreciating that that would be hard to get out from under when it was yeah. so kind of consistent. Yeah. Coming from so many places in so many different ways. And that makes me kind of sad. Yeah, it is sad. Are you okay just being with that and showing it that you're that that's sad to you. Yeah. I'm finding there's a part that like wants to help, you know, it's very connected to the figured out part, like wants to, oh, like how do we help this part get out of that? That's kind of keep getting in the way of staying just present with it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, to figuring out part and to helping it out part, you know, just, just, you could let them know that this may serve that best, you know, like. Just being with it. Yeah, that, that could help it out and and could figure it out. So, but yeah. also, you could also let them know that, um, yeah, maybe they can have their input later. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. that it's not quite the blankness, but like just the sense that it's hard to stay with something, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know why there's something hard about staying with this, staying with the part that, you know, kind of knows that too much neediness or too much me is a problem for people. 
Yeah. I don't know. There's like is some difficulty in staying with that. Okay. Does it feel like the part itself is saying, okay, that's enough. Don't stay with me. Or does it feel like oh, that's interesting. something else? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it hadn't occurred to me. It doesn't feel like that, but I mean, that makes a lot of sense. It could be that, you know, it's part of the MO, right? Okay. Enough with could be, yeah. me. <laughs> that's too much me. Very, that would be very recursive. And I do have my parts tend like to be recursive. Yeah. So what if I'm kind of saying, <sighs> does it feel like it's too much right here, right now? Or is there something else that makes this hard? Right. I mean, it's just painful, you know. Yeah, it's sad. It's pain. It's painful. And, you know, we're not trying to to just go back and experience that for the hell of it, and to, you know, to prove a point or anything. It's it's about understanding and witnessing with this part. So you can kind yeah, of negotiate kinda... with it around titrating that. I just want to ask you, or since the leaving me thing isn't as activated, like what is it afraid will happen if there's too much need? Great, yeah. It really does just come down to that sense of, of badness, you know. Like, even if people don't leave, there's just that feeling of, like, uh... But I just don't want to feel. I don't want to feel that. Yeah. <sighs> so, it's it's a protector, right? It's protecting you from, from feeling that. Yeah. And I definitely can appreciate that. You've done this before. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm commenting on how you're, how well you know this model. I know, I know that's what you're doing. <laughs> can you guess what happened to me though when you did it? Have you come to know me well enough yet to guess? To guess what? What happened to me when you said it though? Because oh. you were compliment, you were complimenting me about how did, how did some part here, some part heard that as like, oh, I'm not letting his do, letting him do his job. Too much me. Yeah, damn it. I'm not making gotta, space for you. Yeah, I know. I wanted to do all the talking. <laughs> Exhibit A. Right. <laughs> you showed this part appreciation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is a shit feeling. It's a horrible feeling. Yeah. And it would be better if I didn't have to feel it. And if I could just like get out in front of that by not needing too much or being too much, then yeah, that's great. Like that makes sense. We should do that. Right. Definitely. Sure. <laughs> How long has it been doing that? That job? Oh yeah. Forever, ever, ever. Mm. As long as I've been around. Yeah. 
It wasn't always and always though. Like it started with too much need, which, you know, when you're an infant, like is kind of, the, there is a lot of, it's not all of who you are, but like really when you just come out of the womb, there isn't much to you. Right. Yeah. But, you're... but need, like you're just this needy thing. That's right. Ball, ball of needs. Yeah. So, I mean, that's part of where it gets interchangeable, but I think as I go through different stages of development, it becomes of, of like, just don't need. And then there's like later experiences that say, oh, and also don't be too much. Not just don't need too much, but don't be, don't take up too much space. Don't infringe on other people's energy in any way. Mm -hmm. um, so it kind of like, builds layers upon layers over time until it becomes like kind of all encompassing of like, just generally don't. Yeah. What would it rather, just, what would it rather be doing? Well, that's a good question. Um, I lost connection a little bit. Let me, See if I can find it again. I just get the sense that it's it's one of those instances where it's been doing this so long it, that that thought is so far and it just doesn't even know what to make of that question. Mm -hmm. You know, some protectors are more kind of available to that. Others, I right. think. Right. And this one was just like, what? Yeah. Well, you could ask about, you know, its experience of that job. And maybe, maybe you already have gathered that, but just kind of like, how does it like doing that? It's tired. Yeah. It doesn't like dislike it exactly, but it's just. You know, it, it, because it just feels necessary. So you know, it's like, well, you know, it's really important, but it's very, very tiring. And it, there is just a sadness to it, you know. Definitely. Like it's aware that it's a sad thing. And what does it think about the idea of you going to that other part so that it wouldn't have to work so hard? Well, that, I think that's almost where we start. Like, it's really uncomfortable. It's really convinced. Mm -hmm. And I'm very blended with this belief that, that who I am is really too much and what I need is really too much for if not everyone like many if not most people okay and so the idea that I would um heal the part of me that feels 
what the name like what is i'm not even sure i know what this means when you ask that question james like which part are you talking about which part which exile are you feeling is the one you go to the one i've been talking about obviously but like what am i asking you what is the thing we would unburden it of just the feeling of being bad yeah that's what it would be sorry i answered my own question great yeah this part really thinks that's a bad idea okay (laughs) it gets really important that that feeling of badness be there so that i don't It's muddy about whether it needs to be there because it's true versus because of how other people will respond to me. Yeah. So it has, so there are possible concerns that you you reduce this feeling of badness and that brings on external effects, but then also possibly that that would be going against what reality is. What's true? Is it like if I don't feel bad, I'm just going to be this unleashed, you know, unleashed need, unleashed too much energy, too much feeling, too much need. It's all just mm. going to be unleashed. And then, you know, and then I will either hurt people or be rejected in some way. Yeah. I mean, that. That seems reasonable, a reasonable hypothesis to me. If we were talking about how you're uh, showing up in the external world. Yeah. But internally. Yeah, I'm often pointing out in my work with other people that like they're the parts that don't know that there's a difference between feeling and expression are just very young. Right. Right. Well, so this is like, you know, young. it's not, we can't hide everything. Like, you know, there's only so much separation between internal and external. So they're not crazy to, to, to have those concerns of how you feel can reveal things about you externally. So, but yeah, that, if there's a sense of badness, you know, that this part's carrying and it's something that, that self can go to and, and can show it, not tell it, but show it, I don't think you're bad. And then it has that one, it has that one voice. It has that one person Mm -hmm. with the heartfelt love. Right. Yeah. What would, wouldn't this part be, you know, get to relax some with its job and, yeah, what what are the concerns around that? Yeah. Like it's um just such a it's just having a hard time wrapping its head around what that is or would look like or Okay. It's just, how does um, it how does it feel about the way how does this part feel about the way that you've been with it in this conversation? 
the way you've empathized with it, shown appreciation for it, tried to at least figure out what it would rather be doing or how you can, how you can lighten the load. I guess there's some sense of, um, like appreciation mm -hmm. for that. But, um, yeah, mapping that on to the other, like, oh, this is what I would bring to the other part. Yeah. It's just I, a kind of do not, does not compute kind of sense about all right. that. And, and I think that I wouldn't try to make that case necessarily computationally or logically, yes. but like, okay, just, just love the hell out of this part, you know, just stay with it, come back to it over and over, prove mm -hmm. to it. Right. What, what you got to sh to show parts, and and that might make the whole question kind of moot. It'll say, "Oh, yeah, this is." Yeah, great. I mean, I don't know where it goes, but I think you know, I think it is pretty clear that the job for now is to just hang out, like I have been with some of these other parts, like you yeah. always encourage us to, you know. Right. Just hang out with this one who that's it like very aware of too much too much too much yeah yeah and you're and you're aware of where that comes from and 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 you and you and this part both agree that that's kind of a sad it's kind of a sad thing and it's worthy of your time and attention yeah yeah okay I can do that. Yeah, you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think that's a com a complete moment. Wonderful. Thank you, James. Thank you. How's how's it feel? Good. How about you? How do you feel about it? Um. I'm, I feel fantastic about it. I feel wonderful about it. Yeah. No, I know. But, you know, we, we chat afterwards about how you feel about how you did and all that. So. Yeah. I, and I this think is not that, me like making space for you because I feel like it's been too much. I'm genuinely just curious how you feel. Um, about I am session. really uh, tickled. I'm pleased and really relieved at how well you traverse all of this and how, you know, the, the thing that you were worried about, like me not getting to have input enough, that's actually ideal for me. Cause like, I don't feel like I even need to explain that, but yeah, it's like, mm -hmm. great. That's what I want is, <laughs> is I want for you to be, is to have that self leadership and, yeah. um, but also, yeah, just, you know, really makes makes it easy for me I'm not feeling like I have to come up with clever things to say and and it's just really nice to be able to see that so yeah well but it it is and you know I think you know this but just to reiterate from the other side of it even when you are able to step back and let that process do what it's supposed to do there is a reason why sometimes it's easier or better to do this work with someone than just by oh, yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
and you know your presence and the questions you ask and the way that you respond there is always a gem in there it may not be a clever gem <laughs> you know yeah. like it's just a gem of responsiveness it's just some there's yeah. just some way that you will, will respond to me that triggers some, that, that like positively mm-hmm. sets off something like oh something will click that if I had just yeah. been doing it on my own I probably would not have gotten to so yeah I think that's what it's all about you know it's like it's a it's a joint project in that we need a certain amount of self-energy and you know the the practitioner and the client they're they're both bringing a certain amount and somehow some days it's really on for one person and really not on for the other and vice versa and as long as there's that kind of threshold that minimum viable self-energy available then it works yeah so thank you james thank you have a wonderful day you too Bye-bye. Hope to hear from you soon. Bye. Yeah, will too. Do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Yvonne, for your care and diligence in editing the calls to every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts, and to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, We must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over. You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there and give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.